Welcome to Running is Bullshit. I'm Amy. And I'm Stuart, and you're listening to the podcast that loves to hate running. This is episode 118, and we'll be talking about slightly different shoes, excessive head torches, flaily poles, and cheating on an industrial scale. Good news, everyone. I've got another new PB. It's another PB I've invented just for myself, and it's a new one for me, so I'm happy. This time, it's the lowest number of toenails I've ever had. Nice. <laughs> just that Lovely. pause from Amy says it all i'm down to seven just four weeks after my ultra uh five more severely bruised but likely to stay attached i'm glad i managed to pull the five both little toes have gone and then the less left fourth toe is gone which i'm glad about because that one has been a real mess for a long time and eventually just pulled the pulled the whole thing off and it's much much better it'd be much easier if i just didn't have any toenails but i've got like little tiny like proto toenails proto nails just underneath yeah they're making the way up so i'll have some more eventually but pulling your toenails off is a very satisfying experience can i just say i'm just thankful you didn't send me a picture of that at like 6 a.m not not like you usually do yeah yeah not your usual like, i'll send one later yeah thank you thank you because it, it's fun because yeah you notice obviously like your toenails are really bruised and if it basically if it detaches from the cuticle at the bottom that's when it's time to go because it's being held on by the skin at the side only like the bed is detached the cuticle is detached it's just the skin on the side so you have to peel the whole thing off and then you've got like flappy skin around either side of where the toenail was and that takes a little while because that all kind of peels as well so i've got a lot of peeling going on on my feet nice Lovely. <laughs> Your face did not move during that whole thing. <laughs> I'm just disassociating, just imagining myself somewhere else right now. <laughs> That's probably sensible. Uh, Amy, you've yes. got the like, the early rant of the podcast this yes. time. Go for it. Uh, now I've got two rants because I just want to say if the audio doesn't sound too great this week, that's because I've been having an absolute mare with my computer situation, which I'm not going to go into too much detail on because it's boring and it's been consuming the last 24 hours of my life. And but this I'm, isn't I'm, your rant, this is my rant, because I've had to sit here and fucking wait for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I'm yeah. the one who has to edit it all. Yes, yeah, I thought, I thought I'd cracked it. We were supposed to record last night, um, but I, uh, it's a long story, and basically I couldn't use my usual recording setup. I had, like, a new setup, but I was missing a vital piece of equipment. Uh, sorted it all out, said, yeah, yeah, I'm ready to go now, it's all sorted. Even sent you a little picture saying, yeah, I've got the adapter I need, all sorted. Didn't think to actually press record on audacity and double check that everything will be fine i just assumed it would be fine because i'm using like pretty much episode 118 (laughs) we're still dealing with this yes still dealing with you i I just thought it'd be fine so i just texted you like literally probably like an hour and a half ago saying yeah ready whenever sat down had some toast just chilling and then sit down all ready to go go to press record and audacity just closes every time i press record and it will not work so this is being recorded on my phone <laughs> just talk about running come on just it's not it. going to be great just 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 prerequisite that, that that's one run my other run my original run before this happened about what's been annoying me this week is people who take their capitalist fanboying of running brands a little too seriously, way too seriously. Now, I know a lot of us, well, maybe a lot, I don't know, have our favourite brands of shoes, gears, etc., for whatever reason that might be, but it drives me nuts when people get so angry over brands introducing new products or bringing in small changes that actually, in the long run, aren't really going to affect you. So this has happened with Ultra recently, the running shoes Ultra. I do love Ultra. Um, at the moment, that's all I wear, really. And I 
I really like the zero drop and the wide toe boxes. Um, you know, just prevent me getting injured. It just works for me. And that's kind of how Ultra has always branded itself on the zero drop. They've always been about, oh, we offer zero drop shoes. For those who don't know, zero, like the drop is the sort of um, the height difference between the heel and the forefoot foot. The heel and the forefoot of the shoe. So it's just you've added that in because when you were telling me about this the other night, I had to say, so "What's what does drop mean again?" Because I don't really know. Doesn't everyone know what drop means? I mean, for most people, don't care about that shit, do they? But if you're really into your running shoes and that sort of thing, basically, a zero drop is like a barefoot ride. You know, it's like it's pretty much as close to barefoot as you can be without wearing actual barefoot shoes. Um, so the ultra community, shoe loving community, has been in absolute outrage because ultra have announced a new shoe where they're going to have a four millimeter drop. Four millimeters. That's four miles. millimeters. Four millimeter drop. And believe like that's not. You can probably imagine that's not much. And like you know, your shoes probably aren't actually completely zero drop just from like the way they're manufactured and wear and tear over time there's probably going to be a bit of discrepancy between the heel and the toe you know like they're not going to be truly zero zero drop really but four millimeters is nothing and there's some people and by people i mean some people on a, on a facebook group about ultra shoes and they're going completely nuts over this and they're saying ultra has sold out which firstly yeah they've sold out they're a fucking company like what it makes me laugh I'm like oh you sold out it's like, yeah, we're talking about Nike or something or Ultra or Adidas. Of course they're going to yeah. sell out. We're like, a shop, basically. They're a shop. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we want to make money more than anything else. Yeah. And then they say that they're, they're like, they're losing their identity. Um, a lot of people are talking about betrayal, how they've betrayed their customer <laughs> base. Oh, hi. But the thing is, like, I get the it. Like, of the zero drop. <laughs> if you have like a favorite, particularly shoes, if you have like a favorite shoe and changes are made, and that can be really frustrating because they may not, no longer sort of fit properly or rub in certain places or whatever it might be. And that can be frustrating. But Ultra just introducing this shoe. They're not getting, as far as I know, they're not changing their normal range. They're just introducing a shoe with a four millimeter drop. Like you can still get zero drop shoes from them. Like. Um, are, they, are they coming to your house and adding a four millimeter height to your heels? I think so. I are think so. Come and retrofit all of the shoes. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's and instead of, like, saying zero drop everywhere, they're just going to say four millimetre drop, which doesn't have the same sort of ring to it. So, yeah, that's that's all I want you to say, is people that get obsessed with certain brands and then go nuts when they make changes, and especially calling these brands sellouts. Like, they're not a little community brand, like a little grassroots-type thing. They are there to make money, and Ultra are definitely fucking out to make money. Have you seen the price of their shoes? <laughs> like, I literally can only buy them when they're on sale. Some of them are, like, £120. I'm like, Jesus. Christ, like that's selling out. Of course, they're selling out. That's absolute money grabbers. But Altry, if you want to sponsor me, also, like, <laughs> yeah, people's I, I, loyalty yeah. to brands is I, I do find that a little bit weird because, like, yeah, okay, I generally buy Saucony shoes because they tend to fit. I mean, I haven't tried all of the shoes, perhaps others fit, but I just know if I'm going to buy a new pair, I'll just kind of probably buy the newest pair of them because they'll probably fit better because I can't be bothered to go to shops and try them. But like when people go properly nuts into it, don't they? And then you get the whole like influencer ambassador weird thing on Instagram and stuff, and they get they choose like these people to be their yeah, it's kind of a little weird kind of unpaid ambassadors, but they give them shoes and things to advertise for them. That's yeah. a little strange because then when it stops, 
and then the person stops going on about that shoe and then maybe they get a different like partnership with a different shoe and then like oh so those other ones aren't very good anymore and these ones are actually better are they yeah. and it's a, it's a difficult thing because obviously i don't have enough followers or anything no near enough followers or no near as good a runner to get like any sort of sponsorship or, or not even sponsorship like free shit sent to me but mm. if i had free stuff sent to me then i would feel like i had i couldn't say anything bad about that stuff you know i'd feel like i had to sort of be like oh yeah they're great because they're sending me shoes that are worth 100 pounds for free every few months well, you know if I they've mean? already sent them to you say what you want yeah, yeah, but what, as well... What's the when... value? What is the value in having, like, oh, here are our people. We've chosen to be ambassadors. We are sending them stuff. We're sending them on holiday, and they're going to tell you how great these shoes are. Well, of course they fucking are. Yeah. What yeah. I don't... I, I think... I always think it's that thing of, like, influencers are one thing. It's the influenced are the problem in a lot of these cases. Because, yeah, yeah. like, who's believing these people? Like, if they're being effectively paid to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Rumfluencers... Yeah. We'll get to our sponsorship <laughs> section a little bit later on. <laughs> I will tell you, you know me on this podcast. If I yeah, think if a if a bird and blend tea smells like cat piss, I will I will tell you. I will make I will make it known. I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's why they never talk to us anymore. Anyway, let's catch up with our last episode. Elliot Line loved my song. Thank you so much, Elliot. Uh, in fact, he says he listened to it half a dozen times, and that is. Ooh. That is too many times. I think we can all yeah. agree. That's that's a little strange. It wasn't that good. Um, a few others said they enjoyed it. I thank you very much for that. But, of course, Nicola Forward has clearly been in a small van in Ireland for too long. Couldn't decide whether it was genius or, as she says, super cringe. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I know I skirt that line quite a lot, Nicola. But, you know, thanks for just letting me know directly uh, about that. That's that that nice. Thanks. I think what the problem is is... Um, I'm not a very good singer, but I think I am. Like, if I was a worse singer, I think it would be okay, because it'd be like, ah, oh, he's just having a go. And if I was a good singer, it'd be, oh, that's good, because he's good. But because I'm in the middle, I think that's what makes it probably, might be that little mm. bit of cringe. It's uh, Uncanny probably... Valley. Yeah, yeah, because you're just bad, and that's funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she also says that she listens to this podcast on her phone without headphones. So instead of people's shit music playing out of a phone, other people have to hear us talking shit on this podcast while she runs past, which is apparently like an interval training session because she speeds up to get past people. Mate, get some headphones. Just listen to a <laughs> podcast out of their phone. Yeah, that that is like psycho behaviour. That is weird. So we're going to shout random insults throughout this episode so you won't be able to avoid them. So you, if you see people, you're going to have to sprint. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, she also said, uh, for Amy here, cutting your toenails before race day is in loads of people's race prep, but Amy just needs to learn how to cut her toenails. Top tip, you cut the sharp bits off, Amy. If you struggle, though, then there are these things called nail files. Give it a go. And she's put some emojis and X's in there to make it look like she's not being a real bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of obvious. <laughs> Oh, that's my mistake. Nice, because there's an emoji, which means it's not bitchy. You know what? That's the mistake I was making. I was actually cutting them into little points, like lots of little points, kind of like a crown shape at the end of each toe. That's what I was doing. I didn't realize you weren't supposed to do that. You just had you've got a big kitchen knife in there, just hacking away, aren't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Nail file. Never heard of them. Who's she? So thanks for that, wanker. 
on to our tea update our lovely teas that do not smell like cat piss <laughs> to stop saying that we've partnered with bird and blend tea which means we'll tell you what tea we're drinking if you like the sound of that you can go to runningisbs.com forward slash tea click on the links and buy tea if you want Stuart, what are you drinking well what i'm drinking i drank 45 minutes ago of you dicking <laughs> around with uh, your laptop um, but what I wanted to talk about is not necessarily what I'm drinking, it's how I made it, which I finally got myself a Burden Blend Brewdini, which is basically like a teapot, looks like a big plastic cup. Uh, you put your uh, tea leaves into the top, pour your water in, close the lid, stick it on top of your mug, and it filters through the bottom uh, into your mug. And then you lift it off and it doesn't drip. And it's amazing. And I absolutely love it. And I've finally got around to actually buying one. I don't know why I've never had one before, really. But it's fantastic. I'm finally using up a lot more of those random teas I've had in my cupboard for a long time. So I had some jelly and ice cream. I've had some Vicky sponge cake recently. I finished off my Pan Galactic Gargle Blaster. Um, I think they're all on our list on our website. So yeah, get yourself a Brewdini if you want a, a better way to make loose leaf tea. It makes things much, much easier. How about you? Lovely. So I also have one of those Brewdini things as well i have got well i had i drank it as well uh sticky chai so really into the sticky chai i made it with milk it's like a bit like a latte um i didn't let it brew for long enough because ironically or stupidly i was rushing to sort of get ready for this and then yeah. obviously i didn't need to rush could let it brew for a fucking hour um so it's a bit weak but it's, it's still nice though i just need mm. to let it brew for like a little bit longer so, you know, i yeah. saw i photo the other day of a toffee sticky chai and that sounds like Ooh, i need to get i tried it, it. oh so yeah the reason why i'm having this is because last week i went into the bird and blend shop in cardiff if you're in cardiff they, they've opened a new shop a new location really really nice in there yeah and i think they've got like little um tables outside so i only quickly went in so i think you can go in and like order a tea and like sit outside with your teas so they're, they're not only selling the teas but they're like making them for you as well um and one of their testers they'd made a cold brew the toffee one you just mentioned, is it sticky toffee? Um, they made a cold brew one of those with oat milk and it was amazing. I mean, saying that, whenever they make stuff like testers in shops, you can never make it as well as at home, I always think. But I do need to try that, like the cold brew. Oh, and if you ask them, they'll give you like really good instructions on how to how to replicate it. I just can't listen properly and then I forget. But he did give me like detailed instructions about how to do it. My mind just went a bit blank. So yeah, it is, I definitely want to try that out though. Really good. Oh yeah, I've just seen in Cardiff. It's moved from the Castle Arcade into the Royal Arcade. Mm-hmm. That's yep. a bit of an upgrade. I'm just looking on the map. That's near Pie Minister and the Queer Emporium. So yeah, in good, good company. Yeah, it's very nice and it's well worth nipping in. And like I said, I think they'll like make you tea to sort of sit outside and drink as well, which is nice. However, we don't get money from that, so buy online. No. Yeah. <laughs> don't support independent local yeah. shops. Support us. Just look, don't touch, and then come home and order it. <laughs> yeah, like you do in like you do in running shops. Yeah, exactly. You look at the shoes and think, oh, I'm just going to get these from Sports Shoes instead for half the price. <laughs> what have you been up to other than tea? Oh, I'm I'm running again. I feel like I've oh, only just properly recovered. Yeah, I feel like I've only just properly recovered from the Edim and all of that. So, and what are we now? Whatever it is, what almost two months on from that, and I've only just feel like I'm I'm normal again, kind of. Um, went to London a couple of weeks ago. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. 
I know, people in London are fucking miserable, aren't they? Like, I went for a run, so it was, it was when it was really, really warm, um, so I got up quite early, I think I probably headed out about quarter past six in the morning, um, I went over to Hyde Park for a run, firstly, I've never seen a park so busy at, like, 6am, there were so many people out running, like, so many, like, so, so, so busy, like, I thought, it being that time in the morning, I thought, oh, there might be a few people running before work, but no, it was, packed it was mad uh, and just everyone's fucking miserable like don't get me wrong i'm not sort of like one of those northerners that's like saying yeah, hello com- to everyone that, as I, I pass. And that's coming from you yeah yeah exactly like i'm not like saying hello to everyone i pass now and then like if it's really early in the morning and i only see one other person i might say good morning to them or they've also got a dog or whatever you know um but you know a lot of people are just like smile or nod and people do the same in cardiff London, no. No, 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 no. They are not interested. They fucking scowl and they look the other way while scowling at the same time. They're, they're just too busy. They're too busy for that shit. You know, they're busy too busy. They've got, things, they've got London things to do. They've got, like, to get the tube and whatever it is. Buy so, a coffee or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've People got to buy an avocado miserable. or something. So, yeah, so that's all That's all I've got of note, really, that I've done. Went to London. People were really miserable. And if you're a runner in London... Like, do you say hello to people? <laughs> like, I doubt it. At all? Like, was it, you know? I always see people from London on TikTok running as well. Like, I follow a lot of these runfluencers on TikTok. And the London ones just seem, like, very, very serious. Like, it's everything's very serious, mm. you know? About them going, their routine to go out for, like, a 5K before they go to their finance job in the city or something. And it's, like, very, very tedious, but serious yeah yeah they'd never survive in the welsh valleys you've got to say you've got to say good morning to everyone you see otherwise they'll be they'll be chatting about you otherwise yeah yeah exactly it's a whole different world up here exactly anyway how's your last couple of weeks been uh well before i start i want to say hey you in the hat your hat is stupid just in case Nicola's running near anyone with a hat. Um, I went to the Forest of Dean. I was there for like a week and a half house-sitting, which was very nice because I got to eat someone else's food. And I saw boar and deer in the forest, which sounds really fun, but it's not when you're walking three dogs. It's actually very, very stressful because one of the dogs went absolutely mental. We couldn't get him back for 10 minutes. So that was good. Um, of course, Holly saw loads more boar than I did uh, when she was out on other walks without me. So I missed out on a lot of boar, especially on one occasion when I was at home clearing up dog sick and trying to wash the other dog who rolled in something very, very dead. And while I was there, I also went on a treadmill because there's a treadmill there. I thought, you know what, I'll use the treadmill and I'll see how that goes. Perhaps I can use that a bit more this week. Worst run of my life. It was fucking horrible. I hated every second of it. I don't understand how I can be running at what should be a comfortable pace where it feels like I'm running 50% harder but my heart rate is much lower. I did, none of that made sense to me. I, I mean, I was... I, I put the video on Instagram about it and I said, look, I was two weeks post-ultra and I'd just run a race two days before. So, okay, I was a bit tired. So I should have been able... But I still should have been able to run that pace. It was like a 25-minute mm-hmm. 5K pace. It should, you know, that's a bit of an effort at that point with that kind of fatigue. But it shouldn't have been that hard and I absolutely hated it. I kind of pushed it through to do to finish the 5k just to make a point. I kept slowing it down. But I just hated it. How are people running on treadmills regularly? I do not understand any of you. Ugh, it's awful. Finally replaced my watch. Hey. So uh, I don't have a watch that's 10 years old anymore. I've got a Coros Apex 2. And I'm very slowly working my way through it, turning off all the settings, turning off all the notifications, ignoring what power is and ignoring all the other kind of 
bizarre fucking metrics that it gives me. Like the watch screen basic that it gives you is just got about 19 different metrics on it about my entire life. And I like, I'm going to go through this. Ah, there's a watch screen. It's got four things on and that that'll do. Like it's got the time, my like current heart rate or altitude or something like that. Actually, that's probably about it. I just reduced it. I don't want to see any of the other things. Uh, and it was also, it still gives me a daily calorie uh, goal. I don't want a daily calorie goal. It doesn't make any sense to me, but you can't turn it off. Oh. You just can't turn it off. Oh, I don't know whether I've got that. I've got the version before yours, and I don't know whether I have that or whether I do and I just don't look at it, you know. Yeah, so I have to set it to either like one calorie, which means as soon as I pick it up in the morning, it beeps. And cause I say, well done, you've burnt your one calorie. Or I have to set it to the maximum, which is 8,000 calories. But I have to hope that I've seen other people say, like, when they've done 100 mile races, they've gone over the 8,000 calorie mark. It's gone beep, beep, beep. Oh, well done. You've met your goal. And then it stops their run. <laughs> so that's, oh that's my really God. fucking stupid. That must, so, be, um, that, must be a new, that must be a new thing. Because I have the version of the chorus before yours. The Apex as well, but the one yeah. before yours. And I don't have any. It doesn't really. My chorus leaves me alone. Like, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Like, I, I run, I live my life, and it doesn't tell me anything, like, notify me things. So I've got to watch all these new features, and I'm just going through, and as I find them, turning them all off, which is yeah. quite enjoyable. I used it this morning. It's got a nice map function on it, and it'll last more than seven hours, which is mainly what I needed a new watch for. Hmm. Uh, so for these big runs I've got coming up. Uh, also, not in, related to running at all, but it's something I quite like. Actually, technically, it counts as cross-training, is I bought a shitload of wood. Because I've got a log burner now, and I needed wood, so I've I got in touch with a wood guy. He came and dropped off a fucking truck full of wood, which I did not expect. Uh, it took ten wheelbarrows to get it up to my house from wheelbarrows the wheelbarrows as well. Uh, Jeez. Yeah, ten wheelbarrows up a hill, up a kind of short steep hill up to my house, uh, and then I had to stack it all. So that was like an hour and a half, pretty serious training, I think. I also bought myself an axe. So I'm now a man who owns an axe, and I'm very, very pleased about that because I'm a very basic man. Um, more cross-training, which is football. 11-a-side football, first time in about eight years. I didn't tear my hamstring. That was like goal number one of the day, don't tear my hamstring, which is a genuine possibility. Um, but that was really good. Uh, I ended up. It was a work thing. I played for the other office, and we won 5-2, so I was very pleased about that. I chose the right side, happy to defect. Uh, I did put the ball at one point my favorite part of it was I did put the ball through someone's legs and as he turned to kind of chase he tripped over his own feet and I just did the most dickhead cruel laugh at him <laughs> it was just like it was just like <laughs> as I went past him and as we were jogging back he was picking himself up and he was kind of laughing to himself about it and I went I'm really sorry that was a lot crueler than it should have been he goes no nah, that's fine because he just looked like an absolute dick because I put him on his ass and I was very very pleased about that but it was just lovely to play football and not be literally the worst player on the worst team in Cardiff, which is my previous experience, because that is depressing. When everyone is younger than you, and because it's a Cardiff Park League, everyone just wants to kick the shit out of you as well. Mm. So if I can find like football where I don't have to do any training, and I can play regularly, and there are lots of people older and slower than me, I would quite enjoy that. Mm-hmm. But I don't ever actually want to play competitively again, because that is not worth it around here. And after all that, uh, two days after playing football, which as it turns out is like a 90 minute sprint session. Again, because I was one of the ones who could actually run uh, like a massive fucking sprint session. And two days later, I did my long run and it was awful, as you might expect. And I cut it short by about 6K. As it turns out, Holly was in the same 
place uh, taking William for a walk so I kind of ran down I could see her on the map so I was like running to try and catch her and eventually did and got myself a lift home because um, that was awful and it was one of those days today where absolutely pissing with rain all night and all morning till about nine um, but it's not as if you could go out and wear layers to stay dry because it was still 17 degrees mm. so I went out I had my waterproof socks on which it turns out I didn't need because it basically stopped raining so I had to stop about 10k in took my waterproof socks off and I was just still hot the whole way, running in that, even though it's still drizzling. So it's drizzly and hot. It's one of the worst times of mm-hmm. year to run. I'd rather run if it was just hot, to be honest, I think, rather than being wet and kind of muggy. Gross. Yeah, I was the same. Like, I went out and it was chucking... It was When I went out, it was chucking it down with rain. So I put on, like, my waterproof. I put my hat on, like, and put my hood up, like, protect my earphones and stuff. Yeah, and then it's, it's, like, within five minutes, it stopped raining. I was taking my jacket back off, putting it behind my bag. And it was really hot. I was like honking yeah, you, when I got you can't back. Be like, yeah, you can't be layering up at all in this kind no, of weather. You no. just got to go and get wet. Exactly. So now, yeah, after the football, after the run, I just ache like fuck, which I haven't done for so long because I don't do speed sessions because they make you hurt. Um, running long doesn't really make you hurt as much, but football really does fucking hell. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, speaking of which, our next guest actually plays a little bit of football as well, which we'll get into. We're going to speak to Nathan Landry. And we love speaking to Nathan a few weeks ago, mostly because he mentions poo unprompted less than a minute in. Our guest today is someone we don't really know much about, but we liked his Instagram account. So we thought that would be a good person to speak to. It's Nathan Landry, who runs the Instagram account called Running Is Dumb. Thank you very much for joining us on the podcast. I'm so excited to be here. Excellent. Well, we went for the slightly more extreme running is bullshit. You've gone for a slightly more PG. Running is dumb. So obviously that was going to attract us. And mainly one of the things that attracted us is we saw that and we just had the idea of like, oh, that's what we should have done. If we were smarter, that's something we would have got into because it's much better to do well on Instagram with funny running memes. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your running. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I'll start with Instagram was definitely the way to go because my goal was... I didn't want to spend much time on it. And so it's literally, you know, I, I save up for, for when I just feel like I've, I've got my, you know, big, you know, dookie for the day or whatever. And just while I'm on the toilet, instead of playing, you know, games or, you know, going through Twitter X or whatever, I'm like, Oh, this will be a funny post. And I just do it all during that time. And that's about all the time I spend on it. So yeah, you're spending way more time on this podcast. I I don't know if it's worth it or not. I don't but, know. You're spending yeah. more time than I be, So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't spend any time. I just turn up like five minutes before and just uh just oh. go for it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, but uh yeah, a little bit about me, my running journey, uh, if you can call it that, because uh, let's not say I, journey. Come on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I I do. I have so many people, uh, not that like know me from Instagram, just friends and family and people that are stuck being around me who I'm the running guy to them. And they're like, but you like, this is a joke, right? Like you like running. I like, no, I think it's awful. It's terrible. I hate it. Uh, but I do it anyway. And that's, uh, so it started, I don't know, like seven ish years ago. Uh, I had in my head, I was like, Hey, before I turn 30, I want to run a marathon. Like that seems like a good bucket list item. And then I figured, well, before you run a marathon, you should probably run a half marathon. And so I just Googled what half marathons were happening near me. And uh, there was one happening in like six months in February. And I was like, oh, that, why not? And so uh, I had a friend that, you know, 
ran ultras and was super into barefoot running. And I was like, Hey, Rob, can you put together a running plan for me? And so he gave me like a solid plan. I think, uh, I tried to follow it. My knee like locked up at one point and I never had checked out, but that set me back a couple of weeks, but tried to do it. And then I ran the half marathon on in February. It was icy. It was cold. It was miserable. I'm in Colorado. So it's a crapshoot. You're either going to have like paradise in February or Hoth. And, uh, and so we got Hoth and I, I ran it and about two miles from the end, my knee locked up. Like I, I bent down to retie my shoe. And when I went to stand up, my knee wouldn't unbend. And so I like hobbled the last two miles and uh, I finished. And I was like, that was, I don't know why people do this never again. And I didn't run for three years after that. And so that's, that was my, my first foray into running. Uh, and then from there, it was again, about three years later, I have a couple of kids and we were having like a dance party to some Justin Timberlake or something. And I danced with him for two or three minutes and I was so winded. I was like, what is going on? Like I'm used to, I, you know, I bike, I play soccer, I or football, sorry, uh, all of this. And I'm exhausted. And then I realized, no, I, I just kind of sit on my butt all day at this point. Like I'm, I'm in full, like new dad mode. And so it's like work, spend time with the kids and, you know, try and suffer through Caillou on, on TV. And, uh, that's, that's about all I did. And so I was like, maybe, you know, we're poor cause we've got two kids. Uh, my wife works a different schedule than me. So I have no time. I, I don't know. Maybe I'll, you know, maybe I'll do running. I still had my running shoes from three years before. And so I threw them on and went for a run, went like two miles, came back, hated it, uh, and just took a selfie. And I was like, that was stupid. That was dumb. And, uh, cause more so to like poke fun at my friends that were into running and, uh, and then got that little dopamine hit from social media with everybody like, Oh, so, so great. And I was like, okay, I'll keep doing this. And so I just posted selfies for a year and eventually started using the hashtag running is dumb. And, uh, and then eventually someone was like, you should like do something with this. And I was like, eh, if, if I can do it in the time it takes me to take a poop. Sure. So that's kind of how it came to be. No, actually, when I started running, I think because I knew someone else that did the same thing and I did a terrible selfie after each run as well. And that would that would be my thing. And just like how miserable and sweaty and gross I was. So, yeah, I think we started in a, in a similar way, I think. Yeah. Only then you went on to keep like pursuing it and running long yeah. distances. And I go like two miles and then call it a day. Well, these what well, you've got kids. So you have to do that. But like. Yeah, you know, me and Amy have got dogs and money, so we, we're you know that's easier for us. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like, I just you know, what do, what do normal people do? We just on our episode about normal, talk about normal people. Like, what do they yeah. do? What? Do, how do they fill their time? I don't understand. Yeah, I I don't either. Uh, that's that's a good point. <laughs> probably not doing something they hate. Probably doing things they enjoy. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, maybe. yeah. Although maybe you know, I I did. I just in preparation for this, I listened to your guys episode this morning while I was at the gym and I did my treadmill run to start everything off and then did weights. And, uh, and two things stood out. First off, I listened to it specifically because Stuart, you had said you were running the ultra. And so I was hoping to make a joke about like, Hey, what do you and I have in common? We both have never finished that ultra. Cause it, it felt too mean, Amy, I know you've had some struggles. So I, I was like, it'll be recent. I don't want to bring up stuff from Amy's past. Uh, so bummed that I didn't get to make that joke. Uh, but then Amy, you, you said something that spoke to my soul, but you're like, I just, 
I, you know, maybe I'm just in too much pain and hate myself too much. And so I need to run. I was like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's it. That's, that's it. That's, that's the it. thing. That's so maybe exactly normal it. people are just emotionally healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's exactly it. That was the uh, bonus clip at the end of the episode that Amy didn't hear because yeah. she's never listened back to it. It's like, I'm only happy oh. in life when I'm suffering. No. And I only know because yeah. we recorded this the other day that that's what I said, because you could have been telling me that. And I would have been like, did I say that? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was a few days ago so it's like fresh in my memory <laughs> what you're saying there about like dancing with the kids and being exhausted straight away needing to do something else because i was kind of scrolling you know as we've you know, both been looking through each other's uh, feeds to try and have a little bit of an idea yeah. of what's going on like who who the heck was, are these people yeah yeah i was looking at one of yours and it was something along the lines of i think what you've done there is like you're tired all the time anyway why not a can be tired as well yeah. which is kind of what you've gone for <laughs> and it's i think that's an idea nope. i've had before as well like if you're tired all the time why not take up running and then you'll still be tired all the time yeah <laughs> Yeah, like the the non-cheesy way, so I hate it. But the the less cheesy way is like life's gonna be hard, so you choose your hard. And you know, it's it's gonna be dumb, you're gonna be tired, you're gonna be sore. Might as well be because you were torturing yourself running instead of because you're gonna have a heart attack. So yeah. <laughs> Did you ever get any hate mail to your Instagram? Like, this is really negative. Why are you saying I've, this? I've gotten a couple. Uh mm-hmm. so it uh you know, in whatever relative terms because you know i'm not charlie demilio or who you know any big name but whatever relative terms whenever i have something go a little bit viral like if it starts spreading you know beyond just my the folks that follow me on instagram uh i can always tell before i see like the numbers go up because i'll start like seeing people comment and share or send me messages and be like i don't i don't get this are you like, are you upset? Do you like running? And then every now and then someone will be like, this, this is the worst. Running has changed my life. Running has made me so happy. I'm a unicorn and it makes me fart rainbows. I'm like, that's great for you. I don't understand you. I think you might be a psychopath, but I'm really happy that it brings you joy. <laughs> it brings you joy, but you're really angry about it for some reason. Yeah. Is it- yeah, yeah. If you really liked it that much, you probably wouldn't need to defend it so much, but that's just me. I don't you get that social media thing of like 12 notifications. Oh, that's good. 400 notifications. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Something yeah, has happened. Exactly. Yep. Um, so what are your kind of favorite ones that have gone a little bit viral then? And kind of what, you know, what kind of thing are we talking about here for the people that haven't seen your account? Yeah. So uh, one that didn't go viral, but it just has a special place in my heart is uh, really early on. Like the first couple of weeks, I posted one uh, that was... I was like, running is is like opening a pack of Starbursts, but they're all yellow. So, uh, you know, they because it was right around Halloween time. And so you get the little fun size Starbursts and you want like red and pink, but they're all yellow. And uh, someone I worked with who like had seen it, he left two yellow Starbursts on my desk. I was like, this is amazing. I like manifested. So immediately after I posted running is is dumb, but it's also a lot like getting a hundred dollar bill and nothing happened. But I was really hoping. Um, it's worth a go. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> so that that one holds a special place in my heart because it's the first time something happened. Uh, but beyond that, I uh, really, I've I've realized that I only have like five jokes and it's just figuring out different ways to put them. And so yeah. one that really always seems to do well and, and I enjoy, and I think there's a good spirit behind it too, is just anything about like, I only run so I can post a selfie or it's all about the gram. Uh, those usually do pretty well. And 
And it's, I, I think we're all inherently just super vain and there's value to it. Like, I think it's good um, in that it keeps you doing it. And so those are also the ones that get a lot of hate because folks are like, well, if you really like doing it, you shouldn't have to post a selfie. And I was like, yeah, but if posting a selfie gets you out there so you can make it a habit so you're healthier, then more power to you. Like post your stupid selfies. That's great. Uh, so that's a good one. Um, anything, you know, I'm a 12 year old at heart. So any any joke having to do with, you know, poop or, you know, sharding or pooping in the woods or pee in random places like I love those. Those are great. Um, and then uh, I also I, I like to throw in ones about like ways to make running more interesting. And so one that never really took off, but I I really liked was uh, when my run gets boring, I just turn it into a game of Frogger and start running across busy streets. So You said earlier that you lived in Colorado. How hard is it yep. to hate running in Colorado? Because that looks really nice. Yeah. Uh, are you at least in a shit bit of Colorado? Or are you in a nice bit? Oh, no, I'm I am at a pretty wonderful bit of Colorado. Uh, Yeah, but it's still it running ruins the the great view. So I I love mountain biking. I just don't have the time for it. So if I run, I am in good enough shape to mountain bike in theory. Uh, And so I try trail running like normally I don't have enough time. And so I just do, you know, a road run around my neighborhood and just knock it out. Uh, if I'm feeling really, really ambitious, then yeah, I'll go to a local park and we are so spoiled with some gorgeous trails, like inside the city limits. And, uh, it's, it's a little better, but I still think it would be more fun if I was doing something there besides running. How much risk is there in Colorado? Cause it do you, like, do you have, do you have lions and bears and things there? I don't, I'm not sure how, I don't, I don't know geography. In, oh yeah. No, everything it's, it's practically the Australia of the continental United States where it's just, everything is trying to kill you. Uh, Not really. We have rattlesnakes are probably the biggest thing you have to be aware of. If you're running in like city parks, Uh, there's mountain lion sightings every now and then Uh, there's every now and then we'll, we'll have bears, but it's not, not in places that I'm going. So it's not too bad. Just something you don't have to think about in the UK, apart from like a a cow or something, maybe. Trampling you, which is a real risk, but not bears or mountain lions or just the or idea that there could be just right. like literally lions out on your trail is just so strange. Yeah, yeah. But they're they're mountain lions. I like to think I could take one in a fight. Like if if it came down to it, I, I like to think you know I, I I could get really scrappy. You know, just like poke its eyes and throw some dirt net it or something. I don't. Don't know. start this. We've we've discussed Amy beating up animals so many times, and it's. Feet, I don't though. Understand. Like I feel like I could take on a sheep, yeah. but not not a mountain lion. Like even I know my limits there. I don't think I could do a mountain lion. And we'll hear more from Nathan later on. One of the lines that really stuck out to me then made me think of a good Charlotte song. It's when I said, we ain't got kids, we've got dogs and money. We think new parents' problems are funny. Don't worry, there will not be a full cover version of that, don't worry. But I think there needs to be. There needs to be. I don't, I, again, I don't think that's my style. <laughs> I don't think pop punk is, is my kind of calling. I know I know some of the other songs I've done have really not been in my style either, but uh, that definitely, definitely is not. Mm. 
Uh, you can support this podcast by going to patreon.com forward slash running is bullshit and donating us money every month. No one new to add to the list this week, which is great, but sorry, this is another slightly long one. But you know what? This used to be my go-to karaoke song, which then I thought about it. That was 20 years ago. <laughs> oh, that's depressing. Jenny Tamasebi, Karen Hamilton, Nikki Genders, Sherry Grubbs, Ian Thompson, Claire Dina, Graham Hackland, James Lampert, Jay Howells, Julia Page, David Yellow, Mac Teetle, Andy Robbins, Matt H, Dewey Gabby, Thomas Nell. At least H. Victoria Dick, Martin Kaplan, Alice Newstead, Ruth K.P. Jewelry. Ivor Hewitt, Sherry Kinnison, Sophie James, Kel Ryder, Stuart Stevens, Charlie Nelson, A.P. Gregory C. Maria Wicks, Elliot Lundris, Reese, Nicky Jones, Neil Denton, Martin Jowsey, Lisa Gibbon, Richard Skern, Vicky Robbins, Tony Signed behind sir. Ian Hales, Francis Howell, Luke Daniel, Gail Seal, Gordy Thelwell, Jay, Matt Jones, Matt Jezioski, Amanda Murray Hind, Matt Garner, David Irwin, Penny Simpson, Trish Alton, Anthony Howe, Shambolic Adult. Kath Everard, Raymond Quinn Jason Spinks, Len Martin Matt Newbury, Norms Dawson Viola Greb Bernadette McCarthy, Catherine Fenton Elizabeth Chaban, Kat Gilmore Kirk Sherbert, Kat Gail Hardman Daniel Braun, Samantha Benson Brian Simpson, Erin Shaw, McCaffin, Carl Fleming, Claire Davis, Sophie Nichols, Rachel Bentley, Rachel Bullmore, Lee, Victoria Magnus, Adam Atkinson, Matt Burrows, Karen Blay, Dawn Shepard, Steve Robson, Jonathan Carter, Andy Nichols, Tom Alcock. Yeah, I'm not going to sing the really high bit because I can't do that anymore because I'm not a very good singer. The last one's left are Paul Hibbert, Angela Foster Swales, and Debbie Hurley. Sorry for the slightly short change there. On to your messages, so don't forget to get in touch with your running bullshit on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just search Running SBS and let us know why you particularly hate running this week. Amy, we've had the best email we have ever had. This is genuinely huge news, everyone. Prepare yourself. This is from Nikki Genders, Amy's mum, who said, I did my first park run today at Pontypridd, a run slash walk in the rain. So proud and now I feel like just one of my hips needs replacing. Who said I would never run? Lol. Um, I think you did multiple times and you were very smug about it. So we've got you. Yes. I'm, I'm, I am very proud of my mum. She went and she 
She went and bought some shoes as well, some proper running shoes. She went and had a oh. gait analysis, went into the shop. And she's like, are hawkers any good? I'm like, yeah, they're pretty good. And she's bought these, like, she's bought more, like, trail-style shoes because she does a lot of walking in, in trail shoes. And she's like, oh, they're called speed goats. I'm like, yeah, they're, like, the the trail oh, yeah, shoe, nice. like, elite. Um, and, yeah, she, on the morning, I, she said she was thinking of doing park run the next the night before, and on the morning it was pissing it down with rain. So I texted her, I'm like, you, you go park run expecting to be like, no, 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 no. Because, you know, when you, especially when you're newer to running, like it's shit to go in the rain, isn't it? And she's like, yep, I'm there, I'm going to park run. I'm like, oh, gosh, okay, <laughs> great. Nice. And she enjoyed it. She did say that, she's like, oh, people do pass you a bit close though, don't they? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> part, people think it's a fucking race. They like, can do. Yeah, it's some, yeah, some point to be is a bit narrow, though. Yeah, so yeah. She said like, people, people come very close, you know? It was people people were very coming very close to me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's brutal out there in Park Run. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah, very impressive. And, you know, it always rains in Pontypridd. I think pretty much yeah. every time I've done the Park Run there, it's always rained. So don't worry about yeah. that. That's just normal. But well done. Yes. Very well proud. done. We're very proud of you. <laughs> I twat, get out of my way. I'm a runner and I own this path. Another <laughs> one for Nicola. Sorry, carry on. Gabby Naya has been in touch. He says, I have a complaint. Hmm. People on lap 24 hour trail runs with stupid, strong head torches shining into other runners' eyes. I have a head torch that can harness the power of a very bright star but not on the lowest setting. Why do you need a head torch with the ferocity of exploding galaxy and chest light and waist light, oh my God, on a lap 10k course with lights and so many people dip your bloody lights, you moron. After six hours of lights in my eyes, I was on the verge of a migraine. God. Absolutely. Then this is the same thing we've said many times about cycle. Uh, so. And this is the same thing we've said many times about bike lights. Like, mm. bike lights should point at the floor, <laughs> not directly in front of you. Same for a head torch. You don't need to see what's directly in front of you. You need to see the floor. Yep. Stop shining it in people's eyes. And, like, yeah, these people having it on the higher setting. Like, I've got a very good head torch as well. Put it on the higher setting. It'll burn itself out in an hour. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you're not going to do well on a 24-hour run with that. I used to find there was... When I used to live near, near Cardiff Bay Barrage, and it's very dark down there when when it's dark in the first thing in the morning at late at night and when I used to go for my morning runs in the winter and it was pitch black and I don't know whether they've changed the situation over there now but they didn't really used to have any lights at all down the barrage so pitch pitch black Mm. um and there'd be two different types of people both cycling and running people who would have insanely bright headlights or sorry head torches that would absolutely Mm. blind you and you couldn't see properly for a while afterwards or people with no lights whatsoever and often wearing like black and i used to run down if you know the barrage it's like a closed road that that doesn't really allow traffic there unless you work down there um so i used to like sort of run down the bike lane bit which you're not really supposed to do but i did and other people did as well but i was like wearing reflective gear like a very basic head torch pointed to the ground people used to run down there it just complete black and i'm like there are people cycling down here you are gonna get hit by a bike are you mad yeah, and then the other people would be the ones that are just lighting up the entire sort of one mile radius around them. Absolutely insane. Yeah. Ugh. Rachel Bullmore says, My running BS is this. Only two weeks to go till the Vitality 10K and I managed to roll my ankle a week ago and it's not healing. I'm prone to tearing ligaments. Ugh. I'm supposed to be doing this as a charity place and can't defer it as it's only 10K and I'm likely to be a DNA. <laughs> I assume that's a did, an autocorrect. Did not though. attend though, maybe. Did not arrive, maybe. Arrive. Like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I want to run, but I don't want a mashed up ankle for the rest of my running life. Gah! Love the show and the trick about the T. Um, yeah, you know, it's only a 10K. Don't worry yeah, about it yeah. too much. Though I think actually the oh, I think the Vitality 10K was this morning. So perhaps she has run and we don't know yet. We'll have to check. Uh, it's not worth it with your ankles. Yeah, it's not worth it's it with not, your ankles. I know it's a charity place, but you can do something else. Yeah, yeah, don't do not do that. Because I feel like, this is not from experience, but just from hearing other people talk about it. Your ankle is one of those things that if you continuously fuck it up, it will be fucked up forever. Like you can get rid of like yeah. rolling it a couple of times, but if you then continue to run on it and continue to roll it, you will fuck it up forever. Like you can get a new knee and you can get a new hip. You can't get really get a new ankle, can you? No, I feel like there are surgeries, I but I don't feel like they... You know, I, I don't feel like they can completely sort out an ankle. There's too much going on. There's too many bones. There's yeah. too many ligaments and shit going on there. Yeah, don't fuck with your ankles. No, no. And also the trick about the tea, which wasn't a trick, of course. It was just Freya made you tea badly. Uh, it was Assam tea with golden syrup. I actually tried that this week and it did not taste like a rich tea biscuit. It tasted like Assam tea with golden syrup. I'm not saying it was bad. You know but I'm just what? not sure I need... I'm not sure I need to put golden syrup in my tea. That's a that's a very diabetic uh, level of of drinking. There. Okay, so this... If you, didn't listen, if you didn't listen to the last episode, this is because we'd run out of sugar. So this was a way to sweeten the tea. And Freya's like, oh, I've made this invention. When I told her that you tried the tea and it didn't taste like a rich tea, she was so offended. She was like, right, listen. Oh, wow. And she was like, firstly, he's using some cheap knockoff golden syrup it needs to be proper golden syrup for it to work and all this so and then she started ranting for a bit about it and i sort of switched off so um <laughs> blah, blah, blah. yeah she, she was she was quite offended by the fact that you didn't think it yeah it didn't it tasted like I, I, I didn't say it was bad it just it didn't taste like a rich tea biscuit because why would it rich tea biscuits aren't made from tea and golden syrup to be fair, it does taste a bit like when you dip a rich tea in a. In a it, we're not we're not going into that. Let's move on. It tastes like a biscuit dipped in tea. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? What? So it tasted of tea. Yeah, it but with a biscuit. Tea. Yeah, with a biscuit. Bit of biscuit. We're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving. On. We're not getting into that debate again. <laughs> Anne, Inky, and Amy's already sleeping on the sofa. So. <laughs> we're not talking about the rich tea biscuits. It tastes like rich tea. Okay, it tastes like rich tea. Okay. Anne, Inky Anne Garnish has got a list for us. So I think these are, this is her list of bullshittiness. Um, so she says, people who have non-collapsible poles and zero spatial awareness, so constantly wave them around and threaten to spike the runners behind. Yes, I feel like that's me as well. So yes, I agree, but also I feel like I am that person. Um, yeah, I've definitely done that when I've been holding a pole in my right hand and then I've looked at my watch and then you yep. like flick your pole out to the side. That's a really stupid, easy thing to do. Yep. She also says, idiots in full can headphones or in-ear headphones, oblivious to the calls of marshals, other runners or the engine of the vehicle about to mow them down. Definitely do agree with that. I'm not that person. I feel like that is silly and they have no sense of self-preservation. Yeah, let them get run over. Yeah. And she also says... In quotations, a quarter marathon. What the actual? So, yeah, she sent us a link to the Huendon half and quarter marathon. It's a two-lap half marathon, but they're selling a one-lap version too. But just call it whatever whatever mileage. Six... Wait, it's isn't that 10.6k. Hold on, I'm confused. Isn't like... So, a half, yeah, I was going to say, like, a half... A quarter marathon is just over 10k, isn't it? Yes, it's 10.6k. Yeah, just say, like, a... 
But I'm like, just find a way to clip off a bit of it and make it a 10K. Yeah. Everyone wants to run a 10.6K. And don't call it a quarter marathon. That's no, nonsense. doesn't make sense. Just just don't. Just don't do that. Yeah, or just do what like some trail running people do and call it a 10K, but we all know there's going to be That's like a ex- bit extra added on. So Yeah, it's a 10K, fine. Tim Hughes says, Good to hear that Amy's escape from Meriden training is going as well as mine for the same event. Well, we've got some news about that. You won't be seeing me there. No, I'm not doing it. Um, <laughs> no, I did. I did mull this over. Um, I can't train for it. I have been exhausted <laughs> since the since the Adam. I only just started running again properly, and I just maybe I'd be ready for it when it happened, but I can't. I don't know. And the idea of having to run, which will probably be because it says the crow flies, probably like forty miles. With no support in terms of things like aid stations or anything like that. I just, the logistics of it, just everything. I'm like, I can't, I can't this year. Like, I just can't. So, yeah. You were really excited for it on on entry day. And then after that, you just completely put it out of your mind. And now it's become real. You've gone, actually, now. You know, I put it out of my mind while I was focusing on the slam. And in my head, I'm like, well, I would have already trained for it because I would have done the slam. So I've trained (laughs) for it. And I can worry about the logistics and stuff. Like closer to the time and actually to be fair i did i did plot a re- very very rough route i had an idea of where i was going and stuff and all my, you know all that sort of thing but i just even if i could sort the logistics out like physically i don't think i can run 40 miles in november or whenever it is so yeah fair enough yeah so we've replaced you mm-hmm. with nina who i ran the um Green Man Ultra with, because mm-hmm. she's a good person to run with. And I said, look, you can do your own thing if you want, or you can run with me. And she's like, yeah, it's easy to run with you because you've already done the planning. So that's good. Yeah. So I've got some company, at least in the early hours of the morning, and then we'll hate each other by lunchtime. Perfect. So good. <laughs> Perfect. Shitty, 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 shit, 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 shit. Uh, let's go back to Nathan, and we get into some ultra chat. And the most important question, Why? Oh, there's something else we talked about uh, a few episodes ago, just generally about American races. And it just seemed like American race companies just kind of hate you. What's your experience? <laughs> and like, like half marathons have cost $120 and just like, they're just so extreme and so big. Like what's your experience of kind of racing over there? Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, they're just expensive. And I, it's, I don't know if it, we want to call it the Walmart effect or what, but it's all the, capitalism and it's just all of them it seems like at this point are for profit and so it's hard to blame them for you know races are expensive to put on and it takes a lot of work and so if you're trying to make money you're not going to be able to get a ton of volunteers so you have to pay people so you have to charge more so yeah it's it's dumb uh i i would say i haven't done many races uh but the ones i have done yeah they seem overpriced but they take decent care of folks uh I do think the best one I did was local. And so it didn't cost as much, but it was called the Waldo Waldo. So we have a trail area here called Waldo Canyon and it, there was a big fire. And so to raise funds to do all the repair, uh, they did the Waldo Waldo where they gave everyone where's Waldo costumes. And there were literally 3000 people running a 5k dress like Waldo. And uh, so I did it with my wife and, and our daughter who was one or two at the time and uh, my wife doesn't run. She, uh, yeah, she'll do nothing but make fun of me for running. And so she was walking the whole way, but 
she wanted to do it because it was was a fun activity. And so I ran and then I was like, well, I got to finish it with my wife. So I, after I crossed the finish line, started running the other way to find her. And as I'm running, I realized that this was like that terrible page from the Where's Waldo books where all of them are Waldos and you have to find like the one that has both shoes and the cane and everything. I'm just sitting there looking. I was like, nope, not the right Waldo, not the right Waldo. It was great. So I, I would say, yes, overpriced, but there's some pretty creative ones out there that are a good time. Yeah, at least you're, I guess you're, because you're in Colorado, which is a very established kind of running area. Right. So I guess you get some more interesting kind of runs because they're all the always the ones I'm looking for are kind of the something a little bit different because everyone can do a five or a 10k but it's yeah. some of those different interesting ones you know like that it's it's good tell me one person was dressed as a wizard hiding behind a tree there what oh that was a missed opportunity there was not one it's a shame I'd be curious to hear this because I, I don't want to get too much about like America versus UK or, or like hey what's what's weird about Americans or vice versa uh, but are like novelty races a thing over there? Because we have so many. I think yeah. it's not as many. And it tends okay. to be like we have a lot around Christmas where people dress up as Santa mm-hmm. and run. Oh. Um, we have like stuff like beer miles and things like that are becoming mm-hmm. more popular. And ones where every mile you drink wine or something or, or eat pizza um, the big, what used to be really popular, but I haven't seen as much of the color runs, which I think you have in okay, the yeah. US. Probably, I think mm-hmm. they probably started in the US where you wear like white and then you uh, yeah. haven't seen them as often. But overall, just from being in Facebook groups where there's mainly Americans um, talking about running, I think it's more of a thing over there, like the novelty stuff. But yeah. I don't know, that's just my perspective. And it's sort of the popularity of them in the UK, so ebbs and flows, like, you know, like the, the color run stuff. Like I don't really see much about that now, but it used to be really popular. Yeah. Gotcha. I, think, I think we get a lot more kind of off standard distance races here. So, you know, there's a place near us that do one, two, three and four mile races over summer or recently because we've got lots of like local clubs where anyone can join. So there's like a much uh, larger established normal runner community. Basically you don't have to be an elite, but there's loads of people in clubs and groups. And like, there's one near me where it's a mile uphill and things like that. Or there's fell races, which are like on a Thursday evening in summer, you'll just run up a mountain and back down again for about four pounds. And you get a jack of potato at the end. It's something like there's lots of these, small races they're not necessarily okay. kind of novelty or gimmick but they're just a lot more kind of uh uh, uh simple and straightforward cheap st- slightly strange races that have been around for 40 years some of them gotcha see those are the ones that make me like i there, there's some novelty to it but something like that even if it's only four pounds i why why would you pay for it <laughs> I feel the same. Like Stuart's been trying right? to do these fell races. I'm like, I will just get the, I'll go to that mountain, run up it, and run back down. Like it's fine. Like yeah. I don't, I don't need to do it as a race. <laughs> yeah, especially when you do them over winter as well, when it the rain and the oh. wind and the snow can be very, very bad and a little bit dangerous. But you know, that's that's part of the fun. <laughs> we have different definitions of fun, my friend. But you know, <laughs> that's true. You said in your email when we were chatting about this that you kind of might have some things you want to know about us as well. So is there anything else, kind of any other questions you had for us? Yeah, I I, I will say, so I feel like I get a weird peek into running culture uh, that people that run as little as I do oftentimes wouldn't. So again, I like my goal is to go 
like run two to three miles three to four times a week. And I'm, I'm set. Like I am very like maintenance level. Uh, but people assume I run way more cause I, that's what I get for having a running Instagram account. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will say in my experience, the absolute funniest runners that just get it. And like, I, I was like, I, I would get into running just to spend more time with these people are ultra marathoners. Like, I don't know if it's that your soul is broken from running all those miles or, uh, you know, if, if it's causality or correlation or, or what, uh, but in general, I just, I love ultra marathon people and your disgusting senses of humor and any time where, you know, I, I think, I don't know how you'll edit this, but before we started recording sort of, you know, Stuart, you were talking about your toes after your ultra, like I just, yeah. I, I love that there are people like both of you in the world who have something like running as bullshit. I love it. Uh, so yeah, just wanted to hear a little bit more about both of you and where you got started. And uh, we we can do this after, but I, I did bring a tea because oh, I know you both do your do your tea picks. And so I wanted to let you roast me because of my tea decision. So. Oh, we can definitely do that recording, right? We won't. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah definitely perfect. Recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you want to go first, Stuart? Um, so yeah, what, what, sorry, where was it kind of just a general kind of, yeah. So yeah, just, uh, yeah, just in general, I'd love to hear yeah, what led to both of you getting into, you know, I'd, I'd say mm. running, but, but we'll just skip to ultra marathon. Cause I, I feel like that again, probably in a good way, but something has to break up here <laughs> to lead you to that point. Uh, I think we've said before, so. like definitely on these ultras and like some of the really extreme ones there's there's almost always trauma there before that someone is trying to deal with in some way and actually for me now just as you said particularly on the ultras now i think about it i remember my ex-wife said if you ever do an ultra i'm going to divorce you and as it turns (laughs) out she did divorce me so i thought well i might as well do an ultra there you go (laughs) a few months later i thought well you know what might as well do it anyway so that's the reason why i just i thought well i might as well i'm gonna have some spare time now (laughs) So that's what I did. And I thought I'd get into those. I thought I'll do a couple of 50 Ks to start with as the, you know, easy ones. And I'll, you know, perhaps I'll progress up to like 50 miles and longer than that. And that didn't quite work out. You know, I have just run 45 miles, which is like, I I literally, I said that out loud the other night that I ran 45 miles and I just had to laugh at it because it just, I said it out loud and it just, it's so absurd. It's so absurd that I did it. Um, 76 kilometers. Uh, but I, but I don't think I'm very, I'm not actually very good at them. That's the thing. I, do you, I do you know hoped... how much, do you know how much I have to psych myself up to drive 45 miles? Yeah. <laughs> like... yeah, it's, it's, I, yeah. yeah. As I said, I just, it was just said to me and I just had to laugh at it, even though I just done it, but I just like, Oh God, that is, all, that is yeah. what I did. That's what I chose to do. And that's not even my longest race this year. So God knows what's going to happen. And that's the thing. I'm not actually very good at them. I don't think, yeah, I can do them, but you can't, again, like we've explained in an episode recently, you can't tell that to normal people. You can't say I'm not actually very good because it sounds like you're humble bragging. And like, I'm not I'd like compared to most people, I'm not actually very good, but I do them anyway, because you don't have to be good. You can just sign up and give someone money and they'll let you do it. And then they give you a medal that you've bought at the end. So, but that's exactly why I do ultras because I'm shit at running. Like when I was doing road running, I was so slow. Well, I was, I was faster than I am now running ultras, but relatively compared to the rest of the field, like I was quite slow. Um, I hated running fast, hated being out of breath, hated running on pavement. And ultras is just like going for a walk for a day with a bit of running in between yeah. and just eating loads of food and just 
you know, if I'm with other people, yeah, if I'm with other people, it's like a free therapy session all day. If I'm on my own, I'm just like putting in some podcasts. I might call, if I have some signal, I might call some people and just like have a little chat on the phone, have a therapy session on the phone with some of my friends or whatever. And just, yeah, it's a lot easier. People think, again, it sounds like a humble brag, but for me, running 30 miles is easier than running a 10K and especially all the training and stuff. Because now when I'm training, I want to stop and have a walk that's that's still training that's time on feet that's not like you don't have to pause your watch you keep your watch going so it's because I'm actually it's because I'm a shit runner that um that's why I got into ultras because I think unless you're really really good at them like sort of finishing at the sort of top end of the field most people who do ultras are shit runners (laughs) and that's why I do them (laughs) this is exactly why I do them because you can walk as much as you want you eat a load um yeah that's it really yeah there's like four guys in the race that for who it's actually a race like the rest of us are just there (laughs) just because we've paid money for someone to someone and they'll give us something at the end that we've paid for that's all it is you don't earn medals you buy medals one of my ultras i ran recently um me and the person I was running with we got a bit lost and we ended up teaming up with this lady who knew the route because she'd wrecked it up to a certain point um she's like oh we're just we're just getting to this point and we got to to like a, a sort of flat open area and she's like you go on ahead I'm just gonna have a picnic I'm like okay <laughs> hi there she's just oh. she, I looked at the results and she finished probably about an hour two hours after us but yeah it's just like yeah you go on ahead I'm gonna have a bit of a picnic here okay <laughs> I'm like that's the vibe because you wouldn't in a 10k at sort of four miles in be like oh I'm, I'm you go ahead I'm just gonna have a sandwich you know <laughs> I I'm sold man I yeah, I thought ultras were crazy, but I love eating. I can walk. So yeah, maybe maybe that's a lot of walking. Next thing. It's a lot of walking. Oh. People are like, oh my God, you ran 40 miles. Like, not really. <laughs> not really. You might have run about five of those 40 miles, but not really. <laughs> yeah, you do have to be careful. They say you love eating, but then eating and running, and especially when you start taking like tailwind and all that kind of thing, you you do get very close to shitting yourself. And it's a lot yeah. easier when it's you've got that kind of food. It's part of the fun. There you go. the experience that's, i'm i'm in colorado that's the difference between just camping and living is camping you you get to crap outside so you know i'm, I'm used to it yeah and you know a bad run is a good anecdote and that's the main thing yeah and the great oh. thing about ultra is often in the booklets they, they instruct you how to dig a hole and bury your poo so yeah. <laughs> that's you don't get that in a 10k line. more books should have that chapter yeah. <laughs> I, it's an underknown skill yeah <laughs> we have watched a whole video and discussed on the podcast before uh, this whole video a guy did on precisely how to bury your poo or if you couldn't if you're in a rocky <laughs> era how to smear it on a rock with your hand so the sun breaks it down and he did it with peanut butter and it's just one of the worst things i've ever seen i, I think he was trolling on that one i don't think I honestly when he can't said, tell when he said smear it on a rock i thought no you're this is a joke you, you don't surely surely that's not the right thing to do is smear it on a rock like <laughs> oh <laughs> i love it see that's what i'm saying i ultra runners are my people i'm too lazy to do it although maybe not apparently but ultra runners are my people <laughs> So, yeah, I'm not sure whether to be impressed that we've, I was going to say inspired you, but I hate the I word. Um, or I'm just like, uh, I'm disappointed. I'm sad for you that this might be yeah. something that you now seriously contemplate. That's, yeah. uh, I I will say I've still, every now and then I think about doing a marathon. And so maybe I should just skip to an ultra. But every time That's I start cool talking about it, 
my wife reminds me, she's like, Nathan, after you finished your half marathon, you made me promise not to let you do another one. Oh. I was like, oh, past Nathan was really smart, but maybe, maybe I could do it. Oh, it's a totally different thing. Ultras are just totally different from road races, oh. completely different. So just away from sign the up kids. for one. If people like your stuff and they like your Instagram, you've got a merch shop as well. I do. Yeah. Uh, and it's just runningisdumb.co because I'm too cheap to pay for .com. But that one letter I've, saved a lot of money. Yep. Exactly. That one letter saved like thousands. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And I've got, you know, T-shirts and some mugs and, you know, I I think they're comfortable and I get lots of compliments. So, uh, but yeah, just running is dumb.co, but even more so, uh, I just, I have fun interacting with people on Instagram. So, so I'd say, yeah, if, if you're liking what I'm doing and you want a shirt, do that, but otherwise just hop on Instagram and give me a follow and send me a message. Sure. And before I forget, the most important question is what is the most bullshit thing about running? We may have oh, covered it already. All of it. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's, it's that you're never done. <laughs> Like there is no arriving, whether it's, you know, your goal is to run a marathon or an ultra marathon, or your goal is to just run a couple miles every day or two so that you can stay in shape. Like at no point you're like, okay, I'm done running now. You can't do the Forrest Gump. I think I'm done now. You have to keep going. And that is garbage. <laughs> There's always something else. Oh. I said last year I wasn't going to do ultras this year. I'm doing 45 miles and I'm doing a 24-hour race. And it's yep. just, fuck's sake. Yeah. It keeps pulling you back no, in. It's, it's stupid. It's so dumb. <laughs> oh, and tell us about your tea because we've got five minutes left. Oh, yes. Cool. Oh, oh, all right. Oh. Well done. I, uh, I have the Trader Joe's Harvest Blend Herbal Tea with a fox on it. I, Ooh, that's uh, very cute. And it smells like fall. It's got, hold, hold on, because I was very proud of this. Cinnamon, ginger, hibiscus, uh, and apple flavors with chamomile, roasted chicory, and orange peel. That sounds very nice. I mean, it for is, a herbal tea, which I'm not a fan of, that sounds okay. It is delightful. It's, it's yeah, it's like fall in a cup. Mm, big fan. We're big fans of like the autumn, winter oh. sort of flavors, oh. spicy flavors. So, yeah. And a fox in the box. Can't oh. ask for more than that. Box on the box. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure that you can get it with a discount code for running is bullshit if you go onto your guys' website. And I'm just getting you guys in trouble now. <laughs> like, I want some of that fall in a cup. Yeah, I'll, I'll get emailing uh, Trader Joe's. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure, they'll be in, I'm sure they'll be really into that. There you go. <laughs> uh, Nathan, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Dude, this is a ton of fun. Thank you both. Cool. Well, it looks like we inadvertently inspired a guest, which is the very opposite of everything we set out to do. Mm. Damn it. Even when we're not trying, we're still inspirational. We just we just runfluencers. That's the word of the podcast. We are, are runfluencers. Why aren't people giving us money? I don't understand. Exactly. And why aren't like Outra sponsoring me? I just don't get it, even when I called them capitalist pigs at the beginning. Um yeah. God. <laughs> the bullshit running news. Boom. Okay, so I only have one news story this week because, firstly, I can. It's always a struggle to find these stories because running's really fucking boring, isn't it? Actually, it's not many things to report on. But 
this is quite a big bullshitty news story. It's I a good love one. it. And there's so many layers. Now, now, I've tried to prep as much as I can by reading these various articles, but the more I read, the deeper the rabbit hole went. So this needs to be like a full-on nice. investigation. We'll probably start to hear more as, as, as things progress, you know, as investigations happen, we'll start to hear more about this. So headline is 11,000 runners were disqualified for cheating at Mexico City Marathon. Again, 11,000 runners were disqualified for cheating. So organisers of the marathon, which took place on Sunday the 27th of August and had 30,000 runners taking part, found over a third of participants had failed to complete the required distance. So the race organisers have launched an investigation after receiving multiple complaints that participants had been using vehicles, public transport and bikes to cut out sections of the course. So that's crazy in itself, but this is a marathon with a history of people cheating in in large numbers. So it's not the first time there's been a mass disqualification at Mexico City Marathon, which also is a race that holds a World Athletics gold label status. I don't know what that means, but that's like a big deal. Like it meets a certain criteria... Um, it's like a, it's like a decent, it's not a small little marathon somewhere. Like it's a, it's a decent marathon. Like it's a, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a low race. You can quad, you can qualify for Boston yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's. Which yeah. is, I think that's why people have cheated before. Yeah, yeah. So. So it's things like that. It's yeah. not the first time it's happened. In 2017, 6,000 runners were denied their finishers medals after participants were found to have not completed the full course. The same thing happened again the following year with a further just over 3,000 participants being disqualified from the 2018 event. I read all that, and then I went into it a bit further. So I found, like, a, a Reddit post on R Running, um, which is where, you know, very uh, reliable news source. But they do, they'd linked some, they were discussing this disqualification, all the, the, the cheating, and they linked some articles on there. And um, one was a 2018 article from ESPN, which revealed that initially cheating at the race was motivated by people wanting to collect the medals each year, which if you did the race from 2013 to 2018 would spell Mexico. So each race you get like an M and then you get an E and they just wanted to collect these medals. Um, I was also reading from people on Reddit that had done the race. They just said there was a lot of opportunities to cheat as well. So there was large sections of the course where you could cut out massive sections by just crossing the road, basically, without any barriers. Some people were saying the finish line was really, really chaotic. So it was hard to tell who'd actually come in through the finishing shoot and finished Mm. and who had just sort of walked in and grabbed a medal and things like that. So it sounds like it's a bit chaotic, although they do have that gold status for being well-organised. But... Yeah. Well, I'm sure World Athletics have earned a decent amount of money from yeah. awarding that gold label status. <laughs> so yeah, it, it it just it just baffles me. I don't know whether there's any other races that have this same level of of cheating every single year. I don't know. It can't be. But eleven thousand. Eleven thousand. It must be that thing of like, you if you see a couple of people cutting a big corner out, you probably think, oh, those twats. If you see a hundred people doing it, you're like, fuck it, I'm doing that as well. <laughs> Especially as you get to the later stages of the race. It must just be the pure volume of people doing it just means everyone behind is like, well, fuck it, if they're doing it, I might as well do it as well. I don't... Because that is an insane number. A third, more than a third of runners. And like the the logistics of it, to get bikes and cars and public transport, you know, you know, good for them in a way. It's a hard thing to organise. Yeah, it, it just... 
I don't... It's like a whole culture of cheating around it. Because I saw in one of the articles there was a picture on social media of about four runners all sat on their train or their subway system, whatever they have in mm. um, Mexico City. Like, all sat on public transport, basically, smiling and with, like, thumbs up for the camera. Yeah. Like, basically cheating and using public transport to cut the course. I just... I don't understand. I don't. I guess. I guess they're just people who are just doing it to say they've run a marathon, like an achievement, rather than runners who are into running. But I just, I just don't understand it. Yeah, it, it's someone to say they've run a marathon. They don't yeah. want to run a marathon. They want to say they've run a marathon. I guess it's perhaps similar with um, China a few years ago. There's not the same stigma as there is here. Like if you've cheated here, or kind of in America and most places in kind of Europe, things like that, people will call you a dickhead. Mm-hmm. I guess in Mexico, China, places like that where it's relatively newer, maybe. It just doesn't matter. Yeah. People don't really care. It's a bit more laid back. It's like, well, so what? I paid the money. Mm, so. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. yeah it just, it's, it's, but so many people is great. It's brilliant. They are saying that maybe um, there's like a, a track, like a tracker in the bibs that go past, you know, every 5K or whatever. Um, and they're saying there may have been like a technological issue with the tracker. So maybe it's not as many mm. as 11,000 because they're saying 11,000 people haven't been registered going through these you know all the points on the course so maybe maybe there has been a technical issue it's not that many we don't know but if it is that many but hopefully not because it's very funny yeah hopefully not because that's eleven thousand people out of thirty thousand. that's nuts so Stuart, what you got coming up next any cheating in races unfortunately not no i've got a fairly light race calendar i think for the rest of the year or inevitably i'll find a few more to throw in um i plan to go up to areri snowdonia for a few days and we were planning on doing Kader idris and eroitha as well if the weather is good and i've looked and i think we've only got one day of good weather at the moment so that's like five days out though so who the hell knows what could happen we we're planning to do Kader idris on wednesday and the last time i looked at the forecast it was for 90 mile an hour winds so we will not do that and I tried to think, oh, can we do a bit of the coast path? Oh, that's fine. There's a there's a train service around that bit of the coast path. That'd be great. No, that's all bus replacements. I don't particularly want to do that. So uh, if anyone knows of any forestry or wooded walks around uh, Areri, that would be great if anyone could let me know, like, very soon after listening to this, because we'll be there on, like, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, also giving blood for the first time in ages, because I, I just haven't got around to it in so long, because I haven't been in the office. Um, and it's also kind of good now because my race season is kind of this part of it's kind of done so obviously you know if you do give blood you can give blood as a runner you know it's it's still a safe thing to do you just need to back off for a few weeks don't have anything big lined up but definitely do encourage people to give blood if they can uh, especially around you know now this time of year possibly if your a race is done you don't need to train as hard it's definitely a good thing to do because always looking for more donors how about you, Amy? Anything going uh, on? Nothing so noble as uh, as giving blood when I feel like I need to. No. Um, and I need my blood. In, oh. I need I need all the blood I, I have in my body to keep me going. Oh, I've got loads <laughs> talking about. I can I've, I can spare loads. Uh, I've signed up for a race I've never done before. I know, mm-hmm. I know. This is you know normally I just do the races I've already done like over and over again, even yeah. though I fail most of the time. I just keep doing them over and over again. No, I've signed up for one I haven't done, which is the run walk crawl celtic trail half marathon so it's part of the celtic trail running series whatever they're calling it there's like a mm-hmm. an ultra a marathon and a half marathon went for the half marathon because like i said i'm still like i don't think i'll manage a marathon at the moment i put in i put in the show notes better start training for it i'm not gonna actually train for it i'm just gonna carry on running and just just yeah, hope really. for the best so we'll, we'll see 
It's only a half marathon. Exactly, it'll be fine. I think it is, like, actually 13 miles I, as well. It is, yeah, it is It is trail, but I think it's quite a lot of fire roads. Yeah. So it's not, like, too too technical and gnarly. I think there are some, some good trail sections. But, yeah, I know quite a few people from my, from my club. I about to say our club, but that's not true. My club, who um, really, really like this race. Uh, and like the different like I've done the marathon and the ultra and have been trying to get me to do it for a while but I just I've always just thought it's in December it's like mid-December and I thought the weather could be horrendous it's 18th of December as well so quite close to Christmas like the week before Christmas as well I just kind of don't dare because the weather could be so bad and I do have a couple of other races in December already so Mm. I probably can't do that but yeah I I hope you have a good time I've heard lots of good things Mm. about that that's another reason why I did the half because I thought if the weather's absolutely horrendous it doesn't really matter because hopefully I say hopefully I won't be out there for too long. It's um the half is also uh what would you call them like a point to point like a not a circular one yeah. so which would be oh, even yeah better. that'll be quite fun like the coach comes and oh I had to pay eight pound for the bloody coach like geez but the coach picks you up from the finish and sort of takes you to the the start which yeah. would be not quite nice I quite like that idea of like going somewhere so yeah it looks much better on Strava as well yeah exactly it's good fun so yeah looking forward to not training and just trying my best well hopefully it'll be like a couple of years ago where thanks to climate change it was like 17th of December and it was 15 degrees oh so that would be a good oh, one. love a bit of climate Ideal. change love a bit of that <laughs> about time Don't forget, uh, the next episode is somehow our five-year anniversary. So to sort of mark that, we will be at Grangemore Park Run. If you want to come and say hi to our dogs, who will probably be there as well, that's on the 7th of October. Um, Like we said before, expect very little from us. But we'll be there and we'll go for tea and cake afterwards at a really, really good cafe. So come and see us in Coffee Co afterwards if you want to. I mean, people want to come see our dogs mainly, to be fair. If you've enjoyed the bullshit, please visit runningisbs.com to see the show notes and links from this episode and the whole back catalogue as well as links to our Patreon, merch store and social medias. Goodbye. Bye. See you at the cafe, maybe. <laughs>